When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following On. I'm John Norman and fresh from England's victory over India in the first test at Chennai, it gives us an opportunity to bring you some of the lunch features we did during that first test. Today, Jarrah Kimber and the former England spinner Gareth Batty review the spin options for both sides ahead of the second test. Don't forget you can hear that live and exclusively on uh, TalkSport 2 on Saturday from 3.45am. But without further ado, let's get into today's show. Dog sweep here as uh, Shabazz Nadim comes back into the attack. It's caught at deep backward oh. square leg. Down he comes, goes big. Is there anybody out there? How big has he gone? Oh, big, really big into the seats. What a strike from Rishabh Pant. Best has. Um, oh, my goodness, oh. he's got a wicket with a worldy catch from Joe Root. Jack Leach continues. Rishabh Pant's gone once again. Over long on, he's got all of it. That's close to LBW and maybe LBW. Yep, it sure is. That's a lovely bit of bowling. Exactly the ball I'm talking about, really. The overspinner that hurries on. And now Pant goes big again. He goes really big. Oh, it's six more. That's a full toss from Washington Sundar. And it's reverse swept down towards the boundary for four more by Joe Root. He's going on the reverse again. 46 not out. Guess what? Ben Stokes does it again. Pings it out the middle. Back to back reverse sweeps to take him to 50. Holy. He's settling into his uh, batting inside edge caught short leg Virat Kohli's gone Don Best will start the new over right arm around the wicket it's carved over the top of cover and will go away for four Leach in over the wicket pants down the pitch hammers it back past the bowler that is four runs to bring up the 50 Ashford in once again Roots coming down the pitch he's going over mid on has he cleared it yes he has Joe Root double hundred Welcome back to TalkSport 2's Cricket Coverage. I'm Jared Kimber and with me is Gareth Batty and we are going to go deep into Gareth Batty's spin-nerdy brain that he has. <laughs> no? 
I'm very nerdy, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, you just whispered to me about square spin. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we will, we will explain that. Uh, it's a very interesting test. This we've got. I would say we've got four frontline spinners in, in this test. So we've got Shadim, uh, Shadab Nadim, who is a uh, sort of a backup spinner. He would be about the. I think if you had a depth chart, he'd probably be about the eighth best Indian spinner um, altogether. Uh, you've then got R- uh, Ravi Chandwin Ashwin, who's probably the best off spinner in the world, I would say, at the moment. Nathan Lyon, is, is he- if, if you're going to pick one, I think you'd probably go with Ashwin just ahead of him. Then with England, you have Dom Best, who is an all-rounder spinner, I think is fair to say, but certainly a front line um, uh, in that way. And Jack Leach, who is uh, a specialist spinner. And then you've got the two part-timers in Washington Sundar and Joe Root. Uh, Joe Root would probably bowl a lot more if, if England didn't already have two spinners in the side. So it's a very, you know, and, and we've got four tests of this, but, and I'm assuming we're going to be talking about spin a lot in that time. Uh, judging by this test, yes. Um, and it just shows that having spin in any form of the game, but particularly test cricket, I think it makes for a, a much more interesting game. Yes, I'm a nerd about spin, and yes, I'm interested in it, obviously, but I think that it, it makes, uh, it makes for, for better watching, for better playing, it makes for a better game, because, you know, who would have thought that uh, a spinner's starting uh, the third innings of the game with a new ball and then taking a wicket first over? You know, you're expecting the big, fast lad. So it brings things into the game that you're not expecting, uh, it tests different techniques, and uh, we see now, you know, just in that last passage of play, the noise, the bubble, the excitement around it. You don't always get that from fast bowlers because the keeper's 30 yards back. All the fielders have to be further away from the batter. So the added pressure on the batsman when you've got a short leg, a silly point, a slip, your keeper, it's a different feel, and uh, I think it's an excitement that is good for the game. Well, also now when, you know, we're living in an environment where we have no crowd. So at, literally with a spinner, at least you have all that extra noise from all the players around the, uh, the, around the bat. So it, it changes the environment. I'm going to put a bit of a, this is a weird one. I've never run this by you before. So you, you may agree with me. Ray Price, Paul Harris, Ashley Giles. Three guys from Western countries and so non-Asian countries. Big muscular men. Even though they're finger spinners, uh, you know, they, they're very strong guys. I think all three of them started as quick bowlers um, and then went on to become spin. Don't worry, this is not, this is not me setting you up to, no. to, to, to question your masculinity. Pricey will be very happy with, uh, with that description as big and strong. You don't think he's a big... He's a strong guy. He had a big chest. Um, my point is that you get these guys, like, like the three that I've mentioned there, uh, you know, Ashley Giles, probably the most famous, although Paul Harris had a very good career. And Ray Price played for Worcester, didn't he, as well as Zimbabwe. Yep. Uh, they are what I would call muscular, heavy finger spin, right? You do not get bowlers like that outside of the Western areas. There is not an Asian left-arm finger spinner who bowls anything like Paul Harris or Ashley Giles or Ray Price. So my theory is that there is something about the conditions and the environment that these guys grew up in that has actually made them become those kinds of bowlers, which means that if, that is, if that's the case for those kinds of bowlers, there must, that must be affecting all the spinners in the world. So you're, you, know, you come from Yorkshire, which some of the pitchers do actually turn a bit more in Yorkshire. You know, and we're going to be talking about you know, Don Bess and Jack Leach for you know, probably the entire series. Two guys from Somerset where the pitchers spin, so they have an advantage there. And that's what this chat is really about, is how much your local environment actually helps with you, with you uh, bowling spin. And just to take it to another side of things, Joe Root is probably the best Englishman against spin in modern, modern cricket. Uh, KP probably the only other one who would be sort of up there. Joe Root grew up at a club, Sheffield Collegiate, which had a spinning pitch as well. 
these conditions really do change how you develop as a player, don't they? Yeah, they do. And I think from a from a bowling point of view, you gain that confidence, you gain that idea of you're not just there to make up the numbers. You are you are somebody that can win a game of cricket. Um, and and you, you are very much a valued member of the team, whereas sometimes, you know, the, the three that you talk about would have had periods in their career where they're throwing the ball and just sort of, right, uh, for some it would have been ball over the, over the wicket and, and just chuck it in the rough because we need to buy some time because the four big lads are a bit tired. And that is not a good place to be. Nobody wants to be told, look, you're a little bit second-class citizen here. Just, just hold it for a bit while, uh, while these lads come and, and they'll win as a game of cricket. I just don't think that's... And no human being wants that in their life, really. Um, and it, it underestimates the skills of, of those guys. Uh, Jilo was a very fine bowler, just got so much stick because it was the world of fast bowling at the time. Um, but you get him in the subcontinent, it was brilliant. He won series for England. You know, Sri Lanka a couple of times, he did, or certainly once he did very well when Goffey played uh, and did very well uh, at other parts of the world. I think it was very intricate when England won in Pakistan. It's just, you don't always get that credit and that's the that's almost the the thing you sign up for as a spinner in the, in the, you know, the Southern Hemisphere world. Well, I remember when uh, I talked to Paul Harris when we were out in South Africa. So, I, I, Because South African spin is changing. We'll actually get to that more in this chat. But when I was talking to him and I said, you actually took a lot of wickets in, in domestic cricket. And then you were used as a stopgap. Uh, you know? I mean, he was... I can't think of a more boring international bowler than Paul Harris. Uh, just because of the way he was used and, and what he did. I'm going to start with this. So we're looking for the best country uh, when it comes to spin. What's the worst country, do you think, when it comes to spin bowling? And then I'll tell you if you're right with the numbers. You look at the the hardest places to bowl and where spinners can get taken down. Uh, You would say India have the best batters in the world, but the pitches Mm. probably negate that a little bit. So uh, it's tough, yes. But then you're looking, Australia springs to mind. Unless you're a wrist spinner, it can be very difficult uh, New Zealand, similar sort of pitches, but even smaller grounds than irregular ships because of the rugby grounds at times. Uh, England, possibly first innings, but second innings, you can get some good pitches to bowl on in England. It can, because when it does turn, it bounces and, and goes quickly. Um, I'm missing out a few. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with Australia and New Zealand. I'm going to go New Zealand just because the shape and small of the, size of the grounds are small. So New Zealand has about average bounce. So you don't get any extra bounce in New Zealand, but you you also don't it doesn't keep low, so that that's uh, doesn't help you with the LBW so much. It gets um, at the at the uh, the top level of drift, so that's the one good thing. So the ball's going to uh, drift away. Um, sadly though, it doesn't spin back. It's windy, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. So you're basically bowling s- slow swing in New Zealand. <laughs> it has the lowest spin rate, and when I say it has the lowest sprint spin rate, I think this is the the degrees that um, Crickviz has given us here. Uh, uh, the top country, and we'll get to that later, is 4.4 um, degrees of turn. Sri Lanka, uh, sorry, um, uh, who did I want? New Zealand is 2.9 degrees of turn. And the second worst is Australia at 3.6. It is by far and away the worst place to get side spin on the ball. It has the worst average for uh, uh, spinners in the world. It is a terrible, ter- if you're a young spinner in in New Zealand, all I can say is spend six months a year somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, look, it's particularly the drop in pitches. If you are not able to use the rough to your advantage, it's very, very difficult because the main part of the pitch just does not break up. They're so solid. So Australian, uh, Australia is 
slightly better than, than New Zealand, but you're right to have it there as well. It has the second least amount of spin, so 3.6 degrees. But you can see that's already still a big jump up on New Zealand. Uh, you don't get any drift in Australia, but you don't get much swing um, uh, if you're a quick bowler either. So those things probably match up a little bit there. Unsurprisingly, though, bounce. It has the most bounce of anywhere, uh, equal with the West Indies, actually. Uh, it bounces it, compared to Zimbabwe. So Zimbabwe has the lowest bounce at uh, 64 um, centimetres. Uh, Australia gets uh, 77 centimetres. So it's only 13 centimetres, but that's every ball. And that can be the difference between hitting the middle of your bat and hitting up near the splice and, and the shoulder and even the glove on occasions. So what we know about Australian spin is that most overseas finger spinners struggle in Australia because they are side spinners or what, what would you call them, square spinners. And in Australia, we are taught as finger spinners to, well, not me, I bowl leg spin, obviously, because I'm Australian, but our, our finger spinners are taught to bowl overspin. So if you watch Nathan Lyon, if you watch him from side on, you can literally, the ball just drops far more than any other spinner in world cricket. Yeah, so, and because of his overspin, Firstly, the thing to talk about is the seam spends more time on the surface because it's cantered more towards leg slip or the, or the keeper going down the leg side. It, it's, it's cantered a lot finer than square spin is sort of across the pitch. Um, but also, he gets a bit of inter-inship. So by that, he's not looking to drift the ball outside off stump to spin it back. Because as soon as you're drifting it out, it's got a lot further to travel to get back. So you're actually saying, bowl it straighter or even drift the ball in. Nathan Lyon's greatest asset is, because of where he bowls on the crease, he's more mid-crease, he can bowl outside off stump, still hitting at off stump, but actually drifting the ball back in. So he's cramping the batsman again for, for width so they can't get the hands through it. Because of the bounce, he brings in short leg, leg slip, or if the batsman's looking to be expansive, the bounce makes them hit it straight up in the air as opposed to, long way uh, out into the sort of outfields. But the, the grounds are big, so you can have in-out fields. You can attack and defend in the same breath. But make no mistake, the skill that Nathan Lyon has is quite incredible, and it's very unique. Yeah, it, it really is. When you look at the records of Australian finger spinners compared to overseas finger spinners, you see that he is, and not just him, but you know Tim May and Ashley Mallett and these sorts of guys that weren't even that famous, but they just outperform off spinners who do far better everywhere else. So they are very specific to Australian conditions there. Uh, we've mentioned all the obvious worst places to bowl spin, uh, but I recently did a big article, as we were talking about before, uh, in uh, South Africa with their spinners because spin is just starting to become a, a factor in South Africa. They think uh, the um, global warming is actually uh, part of it. They think their climate has changed a little bit, but also the pitches have changed, and they certainly they've put a little bit more emphasis on that. You see at the moment they've got um, a Maharaj, um, Shamsi, and they've also got uh, Simon Harmer who's coming back at the moment. So they are, they're certainly uh, they're changing the way that they think about spin there. But, but it is not a good place to, play, uh, to bowl spin. It is, uh, the spin is there. Outside of Australia and New Zealand, it is the worst place uh, to bowl spin. So the average spin in South Africa is, uh, is 3.7. So it's about the same as Australia. Uh, but you don't get the bounce uh, quite as much as you do in Australia. Yeah, there's the young fellow Lind as well that's just got five for against Pakistan uh, in this test match going on. Uh, South Africa, for them to make spin uh, more part of their armory, they have to change the mindset because they've got no interest in spin. You hear all the, the <laughs> South Africans come to counter cricket. It's like, spinners? Ah, rubbish, waste of time. 
We need four fast bowlers and that's it. We'll win games of cricket. And we need to play on spicier pitches. The batters need to make it work and so on and so forth. I, I did feel like a counsellor when I went back and talked to all the old South African spinners. Oh. The way they are treated in their own country is phenomenal. And really good ones. like Someone like Paul Adams. They basically, he stopped taking test wickets an average of 28. They just went, well, he's finished, didn't he? Well, Imran Tahir was arguably up there with the best leg spinners in the world. Played a few test matches. and In the end, they were just saying, oh, he's rubbish, this bloke. He'll, he just has to bowl around the wicket into the roof. And you're like, wow, this guy's got great skill. Just use him in the career correct manner and you have a chance a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. So, I mean, I think that, you know, traditionally we know that that is not a particularly good place uh, to bowl spin. Uh, England. You know a little bit about England. I think England is fascinating. The whole thing with England and spin is so endlessly fascinating to me that Somerset are going to go into next year's county championship with a points deduction because they make their pitches spin too too much. And they also created two of England's two leading spinners in this game. It's a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. We keep talking about spin. Uh, you know, why aren't there as many around? We're penalising people for producing good spinners. England, where would they be without those two lads playing for England now? You're having a dearth. Back in the day, it was at Northampton where, funnily enough, England's best two last spinners came from in Swan and Panasar because the pitch is spun. You have to play in those environments to, to hone your skills. Yes, I appreciate playing on the flatter pitches then is your finishing school, but you have to play on some pitches that spin. And we used to play festival games in England, so that's playing out grounds or club grounds where the pitch always spun. Now we don't anymore. So where are the pitches that might offer some spinners uh, a little bit of hope? Well, when you say that, I, I was shocked that England had the exact same spin rate as Australia. So you don't get any more spin in England than you do in Australia, which I was, I was very surprised at. This is test, obviously. First-class cricket might be slightly different there. Uh, the ball does drift more in England, which, again, you would expect uh, because uh, the ball swings more. Uh, Duke's ball as well. 
two different balls in uh, in Australia and, and England to contend with. Uh, Duke's ball is a bit more like this ball here that we, we're seeing in, in India. It's a, a, uh, like the SG with a, a pronounced seam, but the ball does swing all day, whereas a kookaburra stops swinging after six, seven, ten overs, whatever. West Indies is, is a really interesting one for me because the West Indies pitches are so different. I mean, the difference between the St. Lucia pitch and the Guyana pitch, they, you know, they might be in the same region of the world, but Guyana is a glue pot. I mean, the ball doesn't do anything. It's a horrible... It's a great place for cricket. They love their cricket in Guyana. They're so passionate and they're so talented at it. But, oh my God, they should not be allowed to have a test match because it is a horrible, horrible surface. St. Lucia, on the other hand, ball flies through. You know, that was where Mark Wood almost broke the speed of light, wasn't it? So, it, it, this is a tough question for you, but I suppose on those sort of Trinidad-Guyana pitches, uh, how, do you, you know, how do you see the spin going there? It becomes a bit more like when you're playing in England, for instance. There, depending on the surface, the couple of times I've played in St. Lucia, uh, you have felt that the ball holds in the surface a bit. And because of that bounce that you talked about with wood, it's quite a nice thing. doesn't need to have massive side spin. You can use your angle to create the bit of illusion of side spin because you've got the bounce and the little bit of stop. But you do get a massive wind from my memory of St. Lucia. So if you're bowling at the end where they're hitting with the spin and then, then the wind, that becomes a bit more of a challenge. So you almost want to counteract the wind a little bit and make it work for you. But um, no, the Guyana pitch from, from memory, I'd, I only played a practice match there. It's, it was a bit low, a bit it's slow. It's not a bit low. It's and, not a bit slow. <laughs> and, and we know about West Indian batters. They, oh, their kitchen sink when they come for you. Mm. They ain't leaving anything behind. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've been hit for big sixes everywhere in the world, but particularly there. That was, that was a tough place to bowl. Uh, in T20 cricket, the spinners are unplayable there because it's, it's slow and low and, uh, and it does rag at Guyana now, which it didn't always uh, probably back when you were playing. So it, uh, West Indies, this is really interesting. West Indies is the, thir- is, is the place that has the third most spin um, in world cricket uh, and the most bounce. So you can see why for a long time they were spin dependent. That, I think that will all change now. The Duke's ball is being used in the West Indies and also they've got a crop of fast balls. So I think they'll change the wickets up. But there are a lot of pitches, Trinidad and uh, or both the Trinidad wickets um, and also Guyana where I just think that uh, spin, you know, you could go, it's basically like going to Sri Lanka. You're going to pick all your spinners. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it, it was a change from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s when you had that glut of wonderful Fast bowlers around the West Indies. They didn't have that same uh, sort of uh, guys coming through on the conveyor belt. And, and there was a change. I, I played a bit of air cricket late 2000s there. And all the pitches turned. Absolutely every single one of them. All the practice games uh, in 2004, I think we were there, turned square. You could see that the transition was going more towards spin. Um, and every team had two or three. And predominantly, they were having sort of batters who then thought, hang on a minute, I can bowl a bit of spin here and, and, and get a few wickets because it's just starting to offer. Whereas the sort of decades before, uh, <laughs> nobody was wanting to bowl on, on those pitches when they were hard and fast and you know, almost shiny surfaces where all the big nasty fasties were, uh, were flying in. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could do a whole thing on how uh, batsmen think they can all bowl finger spin uh, when really they just roll the ball out of their fingers. But that's for another time, Bats, because I know that you will go uh, very hard on that. Just just quickly on Zimbabwe, we don't need to talk about it too much because they don't play a, um, a lot of tests there. Uh, but so far in, in the database for uh, Crickviz, they do have that as the lowest bounce in, in for spinners and also um, the second most spin. Doesn't drift in in Zimbabwe for 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 whatever reason, but um, they have over the last few years really built their attack around their spin bowling. They've got a very good leg spinner, Graham Kramer, and a bunch of guys who can bowl. It's uh, sort of bowling or uh, bowling and batting all rounders who bowl finger spin. But we've we've done the 
the Western places. So let's get to Asia here. Where do you want to start with Asia? How about let's go to the UAE and, and Pakistan first. You've bowled there. What, what are those pitches like? I think those are the harder parts of Asia to bowl because uh, you have um, that first two days where the pitch starts very hard. It doesn't break up as much. You need to be very precise in how you are going to use your skill sets there. And we've seen there's an optimum speed to bowl. Pakistan playing quite a lot there, their test cricket. There's an optimum speed to bowl, and they, they generally bowl it very, very quickly. I remember the boys coming back. Uh, I think it was Matty Pryor that was saying the left-arm spinner, uh, R- uh, Rayman, was Rayman, it? Rayman. Yeah. They said he just bowled absolutely rapid, faster than Monty did. Uh, really direct, but then with, with the overspin, which made the ball sort of skip into the pad. So you're worried about your pad DRS nowadays, but then rattling past your outside edge every now and again. So for a short, uh, not massive spin, that was very hard for me because you couldn't get any bounce. And it's harder for, for somebody like me to, to generate that extra pace. So it's very specific to being fast, direct, bringing the stumps into the equation, and then... As you get last day, and it, there's a little bit more rough, it's then being smart about how you pull the batsman across the crease, but uh, very difficult place to bowl. That has the best record uh, of, of any place for wrist spin. Uh, and I believe that that's the, just because Yassir Shah is from there. I don't think there's any yeah. other uh, you know, specific reason for that. Uh, but w- uh, we'll, we'll leave out India a little bit because we're going to talk, be talking about them for four tests anyway. We know that it is a very good place to, uh, to bowl spin. Uh, India, obviously, it doesn't uh, get. Uh, we don't have the the ratio for that because they don't allow the uh, Hawkeye data away, so we don't know. But I would say it would be in the in the top four. <laughs> I like it. They're looking after the spinners. I love that. Yeah. I, th- I love that about India. But the batsmen there. But you then you have to go up against Pajara and Kohli, who are the world's two best players of spin, and and most of the other guys who who play spin very well. Um, Bangladesh is one that we haven't talked about at all. Bangladesh, you, you were telling me earlier that Bangladesh used to be not so dependent. On, it didn't used to spin that much. It now does spin. It's now 4.1% spin. It also drifts massively, 1.8%. So it's got the, almost the highest spin rate and the highest drift rate in Bangladesh. And no one's hitting it off the square. Although it never seems to help wrist spinners. Only ever seems to help finger spinners. Yeah, and... and Bangladesh traditionally have a lot of finger spinners, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, early 2000s from playing there, it was it was flatter. It was more like playing in Pakistan or the UAE, where there were flatter, harder pitches, um, and it was the it was the overall conditions that helped the spin because the fast bowlers it was so hot they couldn't bowl many overs. So it was uh, it was that sort of a scenario where you had to be a bit more definitely more overspin and definitely driving it into the surface a bit more. You couldn't just stand and fly to ball because they stand from the crease and whack you out of the ground. Late 2000, uh, 2016, was it, that we went last? Turned square. Turned <laughs> on an absolute top. The best place probably ever I've seen to ball spin. It was amazing. Beautiful. Turn and bounce. Uh, Sri Lanka is number one. Uh, it's the best place to ball spin by average. It's the best place for wrist spin. Uh, second best place for finger spin. It's got the most turn in world cricket, 4.4%. Uh, and it has the most drift in world cricket. So it's just completely helping spinners. Your theory is that, that is, uh, they do that now because they don't have murally. So they're making their pitches spin even more. Uh, but I think, I think something that we both agree on here is that basically, you know, the, the guys who come from these environments, whether it is from Somerset or if it is from Sri Lanka, they... F- they have the confidence and they learn about spin bowling and then they have the ability to go around the world and learn how to bowl in the conditions that don't help them. Yeah, I, I think you need to first and foremost understand that you can be a match winner. So you need the pitches to spin a little bit. And I go back to Swan and Panasar playing on those pitches at Wanty's Road. They turned square and they were, they were rigged for spin. And rightly so, brilliant. 
they won games of cricket and series for England. So we've got to champion that. That's a wonderful thing. But the both of them left Northampton. The finishing school for Graham Swan was the hardest place in England to ball spin, and that's Trent Bridge. It's, you know, it's seamer and, and swing friendly. And that was his finishing school, and that's what made him England's greatest off spinner uh, th- you know, through his uh, end of his career. Uh, and Monty sort of zipped around at other counties, and I think that was the making of Monty, getting away from there and, and learning that not every pitch every day is going to turn square. And it's almost your finishing school is on the pitches that are harder. You need the spin initially to feel wanted, to feel good about it, and to feel like you can win games of cricket. You've been listening to an extensive spinner's chat between Jarrah Kimber and the former English spinner Gareth Batty. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, download the podcast from the following on feed, available on Apple Podcasts, Acast and Spotify. And don't forget, live and exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the second test this Saturday on TalkSport 2 from quarter to four. Reaction on the TalkSport YouTube channel following every day's play. Thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 